Kanavala Bhagiri Vadadadi Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamuna Yamuna Tira Vanachadi Jaya Radha Matava Kunja Bihadi Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihadi Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihadi Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Sikaho-shi-krishna-chaitanya-prabhu-nityananda-shi-advaita-gadadhar-shivas-adi-gaur-bhakta-vrinda-ki-jai-shi-shi-radha-krishna-gopi-gopinash-shamakun-radha-k
ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟೋ titled prescribed duties for mankind chapter 18 ditti vows to kill king indra text number 7 so everybody could please repeat after me paulam yam indra adatta trin putran ಇ ನೂತ ಜಯಂತಂ ತೃತೀಯೂಷಂ ಪ್ರಭು ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು ಪೌಂದ್ರ ಆದತ್ತ ತ್ರಿಂಪುತ್ರಿದುಷಂಪ್ರಭುತ್ರಿತ್ರಿತ್ರಿತ್ರಿತ್ರಿತ್ರಿತ್ರಿತ್ರಿತ್ರಿತ
Jayantam Jayanta Rishabam Rishaba Tata My dear King Tritiyam Third Midusham Midusha Midusha Prabhu the Lord Translation and commentary by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada O King Prakshad Indra, the king of the heavenly planets and the eleventh son of Aditi, begot three sons named Jayanta, Rishabha, and Midusha in the womb of his wife, Paulomi. Thus we have heard. Next text, text eight. Rukramasya Devasya Maya Vamana Rupinaha Kritaupatyam Brihachlokas Tasyasan Sobhagadayaha by his own potency, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who has multifarious potencies, appeared in the form of a dwarf as Urukrama, the twelfth son of Aditi. In the womb of his wife, whose name was Kirti, he begot one son named Brihat Shloka, who had many sons, headed by Sobhaga, purport. As the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 6, Ajopi, son of Yah, of Yayatma Bhutanam Ishwaropi San Prakritim Swam Adishtaya Sambhavam Yatmamaya. Although I am unborn and my transcendental body never deteriorates, and although I am the Lord of all sentient beings, I still appear in every millennium in my original transcendental form. When the Supreme Personality of Godhead incarnates, he does not need any help from the external energy. For he appears as he is by his own potency. The spiritual potency is called Maya. It is said, Ato Maya Mayam Vishnum Pravadanti Manishinaha. The body accepted by the Supreme Personality of God, it is called Maya Maya Maya. This does not mean that he is formed of the external energy. This Maya refers to his internal potency. Om Ganati Bhadandasya Gananjana Shalakya Chakshulan Meditam Mena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Mukam Kadidvachalam Pangam Langai Te Kirim Yati Kripa Tamaham Bande Shri Gunundinitanam Vancha Kabdiru Bisha Kripa Sindhu Bevacha Patitanam Pavanibu Vaishnavibu Ramonamaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunitananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasri Gaudabhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So I'm very uh, happy to be here with all of you this morning. My short trip to Melbourne, <laughs> I stopped. I got here Saturday afternoon. I'm leaving today, so pretty short trip on my way to India, uh, Kolkata and Mayapur and Vrindavan. Um, so anyways, yeah, very, but yeah, it was a very nice day. Um, Happy to see what's going on here in Melbourne in terms of the Krishna consciousness movement. So, in earlier in the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, there's a verse: Vedanti tat tat vidas tat vam yaj ganam advayam paramat. Was it? What is it? Yeah, brameti paramatmeti bhagavaniti shabite. So. There, it's mentioning in this particular verse that there's three aspects to the Absolute Truth, Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan. So Brahman, then, personal fulgence, Paramatma, uh, the super soul in everyone's heart, and Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of God, the personal aspect. So, uh, so Bhagavan, uh, Bhagavan, right, possessor of all opulences, these six opulences, Okay, so we have some younger devotees in the audience, which I'm sure they'll know the answer. <laughs> um, so the question is, what are the, 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 the six opulences that Krishna has in full? The younger devotees could answer means those under 15 years old. 
Wealth, that's one. Okay. Fame. Okay, that, that's the others. Wealth, fame, beauty, and then maybe some of the others could say. She said beauty. Wealth, fame, beauty. <laughs> All right, you want to keep on going then? Wealth, fame, beauty, knowledge, renunciation. I think it's fame, right? That's, yeah, wealth, beauty. See, I, I'm not good. <laughs> wealth, beauty, knowledge, renunciation, fame, and, and uh, strength. Yeah, strength. So, six opulence of Krishna that Krishna has in full. Um, so, one thing is that, as Srila Prabhupada points out, he quotes here. Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 6. So in this purport of Bhagavad Gita, Srila Prabhupada points out that you'll never see Krishna, and you never see a, Krishna, a picture of Krishna as an old man. He's always um, youthful. And he mentions that even though Krishna on the battlefield of Kurukshetra at that time, about 125 years old by material calculation, uh, he, was not an, he was not an old man, um, Although at that point he had so many, uh, or throughout his life he had so many what, grandsons, and because he married 16,108 right, wives. Um, so this is the difference between Krishna and an ordinary man. Because sometimes we see that ordinary men, they claim to be Bhagavan. They claim to be Krishna. Uh, yeah, they claim to be Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And this is, um, this is the worst type of ignorance because there, there's very, uh, there's, there's unique qualities that Krishna has that, that ordinary man just cannot have. And it's actually quite amazing how people, they accept an ordinary man as Krishna. Like for example, one of the six opulences of Krishna is beauty. So sometimes these people they accept an ordinary man as Krishna, <laughs> but you know where's the beauty aspect of this man? Even from material calculations, the man is not beautiful or handsome, right? To say the least, he might be ugly. <laughs> Where um, Krishna is the most beautiful, and. As this verse is saying, he has a body that doesn't deteriorate, or intelligence that doesn't deteriorate. Ishvara Parama Krishna Satchidananda Vigraha Nadir Adir Govinda Sarvakarna Karnam. So his body is Satchidananda, it's eternal, full of knowledge, and full of bliss, um, which is uh, not the case in these people um, claiming to be to be Krishna. And Krishna, he appears uh, by his own sweet will. It's not that Krishna is forced to appear um, in this material world due to karma or anything like that. Whereas the living entities within this material world, they are um, they are uh, forced, you could say, to accept um, different material bodies based on their desires. So in other words, based on our karma, based on our uh, activity, we're born in Melbourne. <laughs> or we're born in India, or we're born here, we're born there, we're born all, all different places in the world with particular parents who train us particular way. Um, whereas Krishna, it's not that he is forced to appear. He, f he appears on his own sweet will. Um, and then the question is, okay, why does he appear? To any of the, yada yada hidharmasya glanir bhaviti bharata, right? Krishna appears when there is a decline of uh, irreligion. Um, there's a decline of religious practice and a rise of irreligion, Krishna appears 
millennium after millennium, to reestablish the principles of religion. That's why Krishna's appearing. And uh, in order to annihilate the miscreants or the demons and to protect the devotees, Krishna appears. Uh, now, Krishna doesn't have to appear just on, on that basis of annihilating the demons because he has so many agents that could annihilate the demons, right? Such as Ravana and Hiranyakashipu. Of course, these were historically just insanely powerful demons, Hiranyakashipu, Ravana. But even though they were so powerful, still Krishna could, through his agents, uh, take care of them. So then the question is, okay, well, what is, what is another reason he appears, he, he, which he mentions, to protect the devotees? And there's a particular, um, there's a particular case in which uh, Akbar, right, Emperor Akbar, everybody knows him. Um, so he had a very intelligent minister named Birbal. So... Akbar somehow or other was wondering about Krishna's appearance in this world. Why does he come? Why does God appear in this world? And then Birbal said, uh, I'll, um, I'll explain this to you. So some time passed. And then, and then one day, uh, uh, Akbar's whatever servants, they were bathing his, his baby. This is a traditional bath of a baby where you're holding the baby and you're pouring like we do on, uh, it's kind of like a, there's like a bath, you know. So, and then all of a sudden, uh, the baby fell into the water and started to drown. So then Akbar was there at a distance and he, and he ran to, to ca catch his baby so the baby wouldn't drown. So then Birbal, he told, he told Akbar, he said, Akbar, you have so many ministers, you have so many servants, you have so many people who could have saved your baby, you could have called one of them. Why didn't you just call one of them to do it? And then, uh, and then Akbar understood what Birbal was, trying, was communicating, that it was out of love that Akbar came and saved his child, although he could have had so many others do it. So similarly, out of love for the devotees, Krishna, he descends, just like Prahlad Maharaj, right? Prahlad Maharaj was being harassed heavily by Hiranyakashipu, um, to say the least. He was trying to kill him in so many different ways. And then eventually, uh, Krishna, he, he, he was, uh, he wanted to, he, he came and killed, um, he came and killed Hiranyakashipu, right? He came out of the pillar and uh, tore the chest open of Hiranyakashipu. So this is a manifestation of Lord Nisimhadev's Lord love for Prahlad. It's a very fierce form of, of, of right? Nisimhadev, a very intense form. But it's actually, he's appearing out of love for Prahlad Maharaj. So that's why Krishna's coming. And he establishes the principles of religion, dharman, tushakshad, bhagavat, pranitam. So the, the, the principles of religion are enunciated by Krishna. They're enunciated by, by um, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not by an ordinary man. And it is the charya or the charyas who uh, communicate those principles, dharman, tushakshad, bhagavat, pranitam, the principle of disciplic succession. Now, over the course of religious history, um, which Iskand is not exempt from, uh, after a great leader such as Srila Prabhupada um, he comes and establishes the principles, and then and then he's uh, absent, you know, left 1977. Um, so sometimes it becomes a challenge for the followers to, uh, you could say, have the right idea about the principles that he established. Uh, in other words, 
what is a principle that cannot be changed? And what is a detail that can be adjusted? That's difficult to understand. What's a, so for example, I mean this is very clear, <laughs> but a principle that cannot be changed is the four regulative principles. We cannot change that. So yeah, well, you know, that was back in the 60s and 70s and Prabhupada established that. But now, you know, we're in 2022, you know, heading to, maybe we should adjust, change these principles a little bit, right? <laughs> like uh, in one place in the world, I won't tell you what that place is, but one place in the world, they say that, anyways, they say devotees follow three regulative principles. Um, no meat, fish, and eggs. <laughs> The other print, you know. Um, I mean, there's, I know the place I'm talking about, and they are, there, there are devotees following, but four principles. But, but we can't say, okay, these are principles we need to, um, these are principles that can be changed. No, they're not. They're principles that cannot be changed. That's their, they, they cannot be changed. Or, for example, the chanting of at least 16 rounds a day for those who are initiated. That cannot be changed. Oh, well, you know, we're, things are getting too busy and I got a lot of work and school and, you know, taking care of children, whatever, so I'm going to reduce the rounds. It just cannot be changed. But there's other things um, that may be arguable that maybe we could change it or maybe, maybe, we could, maybe it's a detail that can be adjusted for the time, right? Time, place, and circumstance. So, for example, Srila Prabhupada, he demonstrated this, that in his preaching coming to the West, he demonstrated that um, there are certain, certain details that he adjusted, which his godbrothers thought were principles that, that couldn't be uh, changed or adjusted at all. So, for example, Srila Prabhupada allowing um, women to stay in the temple, Brahmacharini ashram. Um, this was unheard of within traditional uh, Vedic civilization, just completely unheard of. So this was a, a detail Srila Prabhupada adjusted for the preaching in the West. And also um, his, 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 perform, his performing the marriage ceremony. He's a sannyasi. <laughs> um, you know, traditionally, I mean, there's no history of a historical case of a sannyasi performing the marriage ceremony of his disciples or anyone. It's just unheard of. But Prabhupada did it because um, there was no one else to do it. And he was, you know, so he, so he did that. Um, <clears throat> so Srila Prabhupada was actually asked about this by Shruti Kirti Prabhu. So Shruti Kirti Prabhu was massaging Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada got a massage every day, circulation, right, good health. Um, so Shruti Kirti said, Srila Prabhupada, what is, a, what is a detail that can be adjusted? Um, what's the difference between a detail that can be adjusted and then a principle that cannot be changed? What's the difference? And then Srila Prabhupada paused for some time and he said, that requires some intelligence. Um, and pretty much as the Prabhupada said, that requires some intelligence. Um, so, so as followers of Srila Prabhupada, we have to be very careful that we preserve what Srila Prabhupada is giving us in terms of his words, in terms of his instructions, in terms of how he wants things to go on, in terms of the deity worship and the book distribution and, and different activities we, we do. Um, because, uh, yeah, he's the founder of Charya. So, uh, not anyone else. Because nowadays you have a thing that's happening. Um, you have a, a phenomenon that's, that's happening that um, there's many gurus nowadays, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> I mean, there's a hundred, which it's, it could be a lot more, you know, 
And, and actually the GBC, Governing Body Commission right, of ISCON, they, they came up with this um, new thing they want to do, which they want, to, they want that there's more Diksha gurus. Because for the last, whatever, 30, 40 years, there's been about the same number, more or less, of Diksha gurus. So they want more so that, so that um, the gurus will have, there'll be more gurus, which means that uh, the gurus could have less disciples. Which, of course, I mean, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he had a lot of disciples. He had like thousands and thousands and thousands. And we, we could confirm it, but I believe he had like 60,000 disciples. Anyways, we could confirm that, but within India, because he traveled all over India. This is in the Vaibhava book, I believe, by Bhakti Vikashrami. But, but he had a lot of disciples, or, or you have like Ramanujacharya, so many disciples. So it's not that it's wrong to have so many disciples. Of course, in the Nectar Devotion, it says that one should be careful accepting too many disciples with the sinful reactions and all that. But Prabhupada says that in that book, Nectar Devotion, that um, even if one does accept many disciples, you know, Krishna will protect. It's taking risks for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, but there's an idea because naturally disciples may want a little, maybe want some more attention. <laughs> You know, and because the gurus have so many disciples, it's hard to get some personal interaction. So anyways, there's an idea like that. Um, so, so uh, but in terms of there being so many gurus, I mean, Srila Prabhupada mentions that, and many of the gurus are sannyasis, but Srila Prabhupada mentions that a sannyasi's first business is to produce literature, produce a book. He should write a book. Um, so, and Sri the Prabhupada liked that. He wanted devotees to write, write books, write articles, write for Back to Godhead. Prabhupada started the Back to Godhead magazine, so, or he continued it so devotees could write. Because it's a form of, it's a great form of meditation. And that's why so many of our acharyas did that. Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, so many, practically all of them did that. So we could write also. Um, but a phenomenon happens that when a sannyasi or guru writes a book um, or books, people may, um, and he's emphasizing certain things, people may just read that book <laughs> and they're not reading Prabhupada's books. So in this way, instead of quoting Prabhupada, and, and, yeah, they're quoting um, what a particular or what other authors may be writing. Now, of course, that's not in and of itself bad to read their literature, obviously, but all of the literature that is produced, that is read, should be revolving around Srila Prabhupada's books. Um, so, that's the idea. Um, and as Prabhupada mentioned about Krishna appearing, uh, an avatar has to be predicted in scripture. So you have all of these avatars, uh, Lord Buddha and right, Matsya Korma and all these different avatars, they're all mentioned in scripture. Uh, and as Prabhupada says that they come to establish principles of religion, uh, and he gives the example, two plus two equals four, whether you're, in, whether you're in Melbourne, whether you're in Los Angeles, or wherever you are. Two plus two equals four. Um, so that's true for beginner's class, and that's true for more advanced math. The principle is the same. So he says that, uh, he says that, but, Higher and lower forms of religion are taught in varied circumstances. Um, so, for example, I mean, Srila Prabhupada said about the Bible versus, or in relation to the, to the Vedas. So he said that the Bible is like, uh, what do you call that, uh, abridged 
dictionary. And the Vedas are like unabridged dictionary. There's more information. Um, of course, within, within religion in general, people, that's why there's been so much fighting in religions because people think, okay, we're the best. And the other guy's thinking we're the best. And, um, but anyways, uh, Srila Prabhupada does mention the difference uh, in terms of higher uh, principles. Uh, so, namam duskritina mudha prapadyante naradama maya pritigana asram bhavamashrita. So, this, the duskritinas are the lowest man among mankind. They do not surrender to Krishna. They have so many excuses not to surrender to Krishna. Um, and Srila Prabhupada points out that these, these, these duskritinas, these lowest, these different categories, got maya, pritigyana, you'll find a lot of those at the local universities, right? Means that their knowledge is stolen by illusion. They become bewildered or puffed up, you know, with their material knowledge. You know, throw God away and, and uh, whatever, just enjoy my senses and I don't, I don't need any religion and... Uh, philosophers and scientists and all these. So maya pritigyana. Um, then there's the mudhas. Prabhupada says the the like a like a like a beast of burden working very hard, right? Not much higher higher uh, thought going on. What other ones you have? Asuram, um, atheistic. So, anyways, these different classes, Prabhupada mentions in the Bhagavad Gita, in the purport to that verse, he says that 99.9% of the civilization is in these categories. That's a huge percentage. <laughs> That's a really, I mean, it wasn't like 70% or like six, it was a huge 99.9%. So, and he says that the only way that these people can be um, delivered is they have to be delivered by a devotee. And he mentions that the, 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 the perfect example of this is Lord Nityananda Prabhu, who delivered the typical Naradamas, and those, uh, that's uh, Jagai and Madai. So he delivered those uh, people, the typical, typical Naradamas. So that is the way that a living entity will regain their lost consciousness by getting delivered from Nityananda Prabhu or representative Nityananda Prabhu, representatives. And we shouldn't think that, oh, well, I can't be a representative Nityananda Prabhu. <laughs> well, if we can't, who's going to do it? <laughs> we have to do it. That's the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Yada Dekataka Krishna Badesh, right? That's for followers of Lord Chaitanya, which were followers of Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nityananda. So we have to do it. Um, and it doesn't mean that, uh, like for example, how do people get Krishna's mercy? Does the Uttama Adhikari give him the mercy? Does the Kanishta Adhikari give him the mercy? The two answers to that is no. <laughs> the Uttama Adhikari is so absorbed in Krishna that all they're seeing is just Krishna, right? Everything moving, everything non-moving, everyone, they're all devotees of Krishna besides myself. So there's no need to preach, right? There's no need to go out and give Krishna consciousness. And the Kanishyadikari just sees God in the temple, right? And doesn't know how to relate to devotees, what to speak of. There's no, there's no need to help others. There's no necessity. As in Mexico, they'll say, or as I think it's American, uh, Hispanic, they say no necesito, which means not necessary. Um, where, but the Madhyamadikari, they're the ones who see the need and they, and they, and they help. Um, and we don't have to be uh, pure devotees to, or paramahamsas to, to engage in that. Now, of course, over time, right, through the process of devotional service, purification, that's the idea. We want to become 
more and more and more advanced. And the more advanced representatives of Nityananda Prabhu we could be, the better. But it's not that we have to wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait until I become advanced and then I'll be a representative of Nityananda Prabhu. But we could be small representatives of Nityananda Prabhu, right? <laughs> so that's the idea. Um, so every millennium Krishna comes uh, to, to, to preach, to reestablish principles of religion. And most recently, 500 years, a little more than 500 years ago, you have Lord Chaitanya coming. So Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nityananda, they are, um, they are givers. They're giving freely. Right? That's why they have their, their arms over there. They're giving. Um, and they're giving uh, love for Krishna. Namo Mahavadanya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishna Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaur Shaita Maha. They're freely giving love for Krishna, most magnificent. So here we're residing, or we're in uh, they call right? Ma Mahaprabhu Mandir. Yeah. So Mahaprabhu Mandir. So means that. Um, the mood of the devotees in Mahaprabhu Mandir should be the mood of Mahaprabhu, um, mood of Lord Nityananda. Um, and of course, we could say that, which I'm, which I'm sure. Um, devotees are in the mood of Mahaprabhu, but there's always increasing the mood. Or, or increasing the quality. Just like you could have prasadam, right? Now it's prasadam, it's offered to Krishna with love and devotion, but then there's increasing the quality of it. Maybe the ingredients, the devotion, the focus, the concentration, the recipes, whatever it is. There's, there's like different degrees, right? So the idea is that we always want to be increasing our mood of Mahaprabhu, which the spiritual idea or the Christian conscious idea is that it's ever-expanding, right? Anandam Bhudivardhanam, it's ever-expanding. So the mood of Mahaprabhu could be ever-expanding within our consciousness. Or as in one temple in California, it's called uh, ISV, that's where Vaisheshka Prabhu is. I don't know if he comes here, but it'd be good if he comes here actually. Um, but they have a, they have all these slogans. <laughs> they print t-shirts and devotees wear them around and, you know, there's all these slogans they have. So one of their slogans is, always better service. They, they put it, they print it on their t-shirt, you know, and they walk around and for like janmastami and stuff. And it's good, you know, quite a positive group over there. Um, so we could always be thinking, okay, always better service. I could, let, me, let me try to help more people. Let me try to give more mercy to the, the, the fallen conditioned souls. And also we should note that mercy also needs to be given to other devotees. Dadati priti grinnati guya maikati prichati bhunkte bojate chaiva shadvidim priti lakshanam. The six loving exchanges, offering prasadam, accepting prasadam, offering gifts, accepting gifts, uh, inquiring and revealing one's mind. These are the six loving exchanges in which devotees, uh, devotees uh, operate. So we don't have to wait for like Christmas or uh, the birthday or something. Or <laughs> I'll give him prasadam next year on his birthday. <laughs> I'll give him a gift on his birthday. But we could, you know, um, we could be doing that a lot actually, giving gifts and prasadam and revealing our mind. That's very important to reveal our mind, especially uh, you know, have close friends in which we could communicate with. Uh, husbands and wives should have close relationships based on communication. And also brahmacharis, should, we should have close relationships based on communication. Um, because that's what Rupa Goswami says to do. Uh, to, do to, to have that, that's 
help with this that will help us have a successful help us have successful relationships uh, so the best way we could help people is of course there's book distribution there's um, chanting the holy name there is uh, prasadam distribution all of these things which are the ways we help people uh, but there's also the idea of us becoming cent percent pure devotees of Lord Chaitanya. And this is, this is the best way to help others. So if we're interested in helping others, which we should be, that's a Vaishnava principle, to be interested in helping others, the best way is to become cent percent pure devotees of Lord Chaitanya. Because um, by us becoming 100% pure devotees, that will um, encourage people very much in their spiritual lives. Just like Srila Prabhupada, perfect example. <laughs> I mean, there's a story of Prabhupada, he came to Los Angeles, and you know, devotees with the Murdangas and Kartals, and it was a wild scene in New York, in, uh, in LA, right? People jumping up and down, can't do that anymore in the airports, unfortunately, but. Um, but people were so inspired and then they followed Sri the Prabhupada back to the temple and they're all having kirtan and everybody was crying, like everybody was crying. Besides um, Hari Shari Prabhu, which I'll tell you in a minute, a little story in relation to that. Not that that was a disqualifying point of his character, but anyways, we'll mention that in a second. But everybody was crying. And then they walked up the stairs, they all followed Prabhupada up the stairs, and they're all crying. And then Prabhupada sits down, and they're all crying. <laughs> and then uh, Prabhupada's sitting there, and then, you know, he's been traveling, and so then he says, so I, I, I think that's enough and we, we could all move on now. <laughs> and devotees are still crying and then Prabhupada's just you know, sitting there and, you know, and then they all leave. And, but, it, but it's interesting because if you analyze it from a material perspective, it's a person arriving to an airport, driving to, the, to a temple, walking up the stairs and sitting down. It's, from a material perspective, you could say, why is everybody crying? But because he was so such cent percent pure devotee of, of Krishna, of Lord Chaitanya, that he was having such an effect on them, a, a spiritual effect that they were crying. Um, so of course, that's true the Prabhupada, <laughs> but we also be, can become cent percent pure devotees and also have a lot of effect on people. Um, that's the idea, that's what Prabhupada wants. So in relation to Hari Shari not crying, he asked Prabhupada about that. He said, Prabhupada, everybody's crying and I feel so bad because I'm with you, I'm traveling with you, I'm serving you, I'm massaging you daily, I'm cooking for you, I'm doing so many things and everybody's crying here besides me. I feel like I have a stone heart. And, and he actually asked him while he was massaging um, Prabhupada. And interesting enough, uh, Prabhupada didn't say anything. <laughs> and and Hayashari, he he said that he felt that that even like that that heard that that he, he was having a hard time dealing with Prabhupada not saying anything because Prabhupada was just quiet. <laughs> and then they ended the massage. Hayashari ended the massage, and then Prabhupada went to bathe, and then he was you know, getting ready to take prasadam. And then Prabhupada he spoke with Hayashari, and he said. Prabhupada said, do you like serving me? And then Harishari said, yes, Prabhupada, I like serving you very much. And then, uh, then, then, then uh, Srila Prabhupada said, he said, that's very good. He said, that, 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 that's love that you like to serve. And he said, anybody, they could jump up and down and you know, cry and this and that, but you like to serve, so this is very good, this is love. So, um, so anyways, that was just about Hari Sari not crying. <laughs> so. so in conclusion, uh, Krishna appears and 
by his sweet will, and he comes to reestablish the principles of religion and the principle of religion are enunciated by him, and they are uh, established by the Charya, which Srila Prabhupada found Charya, and we should just try to preserve and do our best, even if we think it's not very good. <laughs> so my best is not very good, we should do our best, just like um, when Ram, Ram Chandra and his soldiers, right, monkey soldiers and type of bears, right, they're crossing to Lanka. They made these stone, or they're throwing stones, and then these stones are floating by the mercy of Ram Chandra. So there was one squirrel, but in some cases they say, what do they say? Squirrel or a. Squirrel, okay, we say squirrel. There's one squirrel, and the squirrel was just, you know, throwing little pebbles. And then apparently at that time, Hanuman said, you know, can you move aside, and I'm, you know, throwing these big boulders. And, and then Ramchandra overheard that, and, he, and then he went to Hanuman and he said, he said, Hanuman, he said, you're, you're doing your service, your big boulders, but, but this squirrel's doing his service, so you should, you know, I, I, I accept that also. And then he told, he told Hanuman, he said, and you should remember that I'm the one making these, float, these stones float. <laughs> um, so we may not think that, our serve, that the best is very good, but that's okay if we're doing our best. Um, and try to do our best in terms of being Krishna conscious and in terms of giving books out. We have... December coming up soon, very soon. So it's a time where devotees make extra effort to give out as many of Srila Prabhupada's books as humanly possible. <laughs> um, through Srimad Bhagavatam sets, Srila Prabhupada said every, every gentleman, which also means lady, they should all have books, Srimad Bhagavatam sets, Chaitanya Charitamrita sets. And sometimes we'd be surprised who's part of our congregation and they don't have uh, a book, those sets. So I saw Saturday and Sunday here quite a lot of people. <laughs> I was actually quite a, amazed, so many people coming here. Um, so all of these people could get sets. And then, of course, going to the universities, going to different places around Melbourne, trying to give out books and giving out books. So we try our best, and then with prasadam distribution, right? That's going on. And then we have chanting parties. So, so yeah, we just do our best to, to be Krishna conscious and to distribute the mercy of Krishna. And this will be very pleasing to Srila Prabhupada. And this is the whole, this is the essence of spiritual life. The essence of spiritual life is to please the spiritual master. Yasya prasada, Bhagavat prasada, Yasya prasada, Nagati katopi, Dayanstuvams tasa yasya sandam, Vande Gurushri Charnaravindam. So the essence is to please the Guru. Because without pleasing the Guru, one cannot make any spiritual advancement. Um, and by pleasing the spiritual master, one pleases Krishna, makes all the spiritual advancement. So we'll end on this uh, clever, I thought very clever. Uh, Thing that point that Tamal Krishna Goswami he he relayed, but he said that um, if you serve the Guru, Krishna is pleased, right? Serve the Guru, Krishna is pleased. If you serve Krishna, the Guru is pleased, right? And then he and then he said that if you serve devotees, both Guru and Krishna are pleased. <laughs> so we should try to. Uh, serve the devotees as, as much as possible. So, okay. Does anybody have any uh, question or comment? Anything? Yes. Hare Krishna. said that the mood in this temple should be of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Mahaprabhu. My question is, how can I make, um, how can I make um, Gornathai pleased 
and how can I impress them and how can I um, become one of their favorite servants? <laughs> All right. How can you become one of their favorite servants? So how can you please Gornitai? How can you become one of their favorite, their favorite servants? And what was the other point? Um, yeah. That was the main points? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, Srila Prabhupada mentions that the goal of Krishna consciousness is, he mentions in one place, that the goal of Krishna consciousness is to, is to approach Radha and Krishna, right? And in one place he says to enter their dancing party. So that is Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Gaudiya Vaishnavism means to become close to, to Radha Krishna. Um, our tradition, yeah, that's what it's all about. It's about getting very close. Not that, you know, you're like, you know, God's here and you're, you know, we're way down here and there's no close. But we, 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 we get very close. Even when we become pujaris, like we become very close. We're dressing the deities and the deities are right in front of us, right? So the whole idea is we become close to Radha Krishna, develop love for them. So Srila Prabhupada in Los Angeles, he said that in order to approach Radha and Krishna, you need the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. And in, and in order to get the mercy of Chaitanya, you need the mercy of Lord Nityananda. And in order to get the mercy of Lord Nityananda, you have to approach people like Jaga and Madai. <laughs> in other words, to, to try to give Krishna consciousness to others. Um, we would go out on Harinam regularly in a particular place in San Diego, downtown San Diego, and you know, there's a bunch of people drinking and you know, eating meat and drinking and partying down there. And so we would go on this big Harinam, you know, Murdangas and cartels. And then afterwards, one devotee, he would say, Harinam, Sankirtan, Ki Jai, with the womp, with the, you know, Jajas, the Wampers. And, and he would say, saving all the Jagais, Madais, Ki Jai. And then he would say, of which there is no shortage. So there's no shortage of people to try to help um, so we should try to help people. Um, now, I'm not exactly sure how that would look like for you um, when you're in school, right? You go to school? And what grade are you in? Yeah. So, but, um, I don't know, do you invite your friends to the temple? You don't do it? <laughs> you could try to do that. I guess it doesn't, doesn't harm, doesn't, right? It won't hurt. Say, you know, your friends at school say, hey, you know, I go to the temple. Would you like to go to the temple? And we could hang out there and you tell your parents to come. And, you know, we serve nice dinner and lunch and, um, you could try to tell your tell some of your school friends about Krishna consciousness if they're open to it. Um, yeah, but the main thing is that if we want to please Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda, that we should surrender to them, chant their names, chant Hare Krishna. Uh, eventually, you could get initiated. Eventually, you could get second initiated. You could go on the altar. You could serve them. You could dress them. Um, share, yeah, share the mercy in, in terms of book, you know, giving books and prasadam. So, yeah, I don't know. I hope that helps. Follow your parents. <laughs> um, so, I'm sure if you follow your parents, they'll they'll fully communicate to you um, how to get Lord Chaitanya's mercy, Lord Nityananda's mercy. So. So you should follow them. And eventually you could accept a spiritual master and that's also very pleasing to Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda to accept one of their representatives. So, but what's your age? 
11, so you'll probably take a little more time to get initiated. Although there was one devotee who got initiated, she was like 12, 13, very young, by Njumna Swami. So, but most devotees don't get initiated that young, maybe later, I don't know. I don't know if your parents have some age bracket where they want you to get initiated, but I got initiated when I was 20 years old. So that's not so far away in some ways from your age, but I got initiated when I was 20 years old and now I'm 34. So you don't have to wait, you know, too long. But anyways, that's a whole other discussion. Okay, does anybody have any other question? Or a comment? Yes. Thank you, Prabhu. You mentioned, you know, how Yatamal Krishna Maharaj mentioned, like how when we please our devotees, the Krishna and um, both the Guru is pleased. But my question is, Prabhu, sometimes we are so busy in, uh, you know, the Krishna services, like the temple services, that we hardly get time to serve devotees. We like to, but we are so packed that we can't do much for them. So then, is it okay how to come out because we are already too much into other things? Yeah. Uh, well, Srila Prabhupada says that, what does he say? Man proposes, God disposes. Means Krishna in the Shri Upanishad, Srila Prabhupada says that translates it as, Krishna is the self-sufficient philosopher fulfilling everyone's desires since time immemorial. So in other words, he's fulfilling our desires, and everyone's desires, actually. Um, of course, according to their karma and this and that, but... Um, so, if, so we should have the desire to serve the devotees, and we should pray that, please give me the opportunity to serve the devotees. And if some devotees don't let us serve them, we should find other devotees to serve. <laughs> so for example, you may say, I want to serve the devotees by inviting them over for prasadam, right? To your house, for example. Now they may say, oh, Maharaj, I'm so busy, I'm sorry, you know, I have things to do, I, I can't make it. So then at that point you should say, okay, you should try to find somebody else <laughs> to serve, you know, some other devotees. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, we're busy in the temple, um, you know, doing our services and this and that, but still we should try to find some time. Uh, like, for example, in some places of the world, what they do for the brahmacharis, for example, just one example, but they do for the brahmacharis is during Christmas time. I don't know if Christmas is big in Australia, is it? I'm sure it is, right? It's all over the world. Hong Kong also. Christmas. Um, what they do is they, uh, the, a group of devotees will get together and they'll buy certain things for the brahmacharis, like socks and, you know, those whatever, beanies, socks and things like that. Or they'll, it's like a whole, you know, operation. Um, or, you know, something that's like practical that they could use. Um, Socks, beanies, sweaters, and they, they buy them soap, you know. You know, whatever, just practical stuff like that. So that's a way to serve. Or you could say that, okay, the brahmacharya, for example, I keep on referring to the brahmacharis, but actually in the brahmacharya ashram, sometimes brahmacharis may feel neglected, actually. I don't know if it's here or, you know, it's a worldwide thing, but I mean, I've been in the ashram for 16 years now, and there can be an element of, a bit of an element of feeling uh, neglected at times because there's a lot going on and, you know, the brahmacharis in the ashram and, you know, in other words, they need a little affection, a little, you know, attention, some love and, you know. Now, that may not be the case here, but, but still, you may say, I don't have any, we don't have any time, we're busy at the temple, um, uh, that maybe they're busy, they can't come over for, for prasadam, for example. I mean, Rupa Goswami says accepting prasadam, giving prasadam, it's a, it's a way for a love and exchange. So you could say, all right, well, let me do this. I'm going to make a special preparation. I'll make some special uh, kachoris or special samosas, something that's really nice. 
Like very nice that we don't have much, so I'm going to make it. I'm going I'm to uh, you know, offer it to my deities or offer the deities here and say, okay, this is for all the brahmacharis. You know, just have it. You know. So in other words, it's, it's a way we could serve, but it's, it, anyone could do that, actually. Um, of course, you could say, I don't have time for that. Well, I don't know what to say then. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, we should try to make time. Like, like Malati, for example. Malati Devi, Prabhupada's disciple. In the early days, she said, Prabhupada, you know, and sometimes we don't have any time to chant our rounds and, you know, it's kind of, we get busy or whatever. And what, what should we do? And Prabhupada said, oh, you should. He said, how much are you sleeping every day? <laughs> and she said, however much. And he said, yeah, maybe you could, he said, maybe you could reduce a little bit. And maybe you have to get the rounds in. So we should try to, figure out how we could serve the devotees um, somehow or other, this way, that way, different ways. Um, or just for example, being like, like, like um, being friends with the devotee. Okay, Mataji, right, she, she, there's other Matajis around and other, other you know, devotees, Vaishnavis around. and It's a service actually just to be friendly. Hare Krishna, how are you? How are you doing? You know, how's whatever, different than that. And let's sit down, we'll take prasadam together, we'll talk a little bit. This is also a service. Which, here, coming here, I was very happy and, and impressed with the devotees and the, um, yeah, the devotees here, that they're very friendly. <laughs> so... Anyways, I hope that helps. Is that all right? Okay. All right, any last uh, qu question or comment? All right. Okay. You ha you, did you have something? Okay, okay. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Shri the Prabhupada ki jai. Gaurabhakta Vrinda ki jai.